This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. It's the Saturday edition of the show, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot com. Of course, a lot to talk about tonight. You can take control of the airwaves and, uh, as we say, bring up anything. If you're a brand new listener, as you may very well be, as we've picked up a handful of new affiliates here recently, uh, we've got WDNG joining us here tonight, 1450 in Anniston, Alabama. Actually, they had technically joined us last week, but we didn't know that it had uh, gone through. So I always like to announce new stations and welcome uh, our listeners as soon as I know for 100% that you are tuned in. So welcome to all of our brand new listeners in Anniston. It's likely that uh, you've probably never heard a show quite like this one on talk radio. You've before. never heard a show anything like this on talk radio. Well, now there are open open phone shows on various different stations across sure. the country. Yeah, but so but we, that's we, not we kind of take the issues from a, a particular stance that likely you've right. never heard on the radio before. Yeah. It's the viewpoint, because, right? Because you know that out there on the radio, it seems to be red team, blue team. Everybody on the blue team's really, really bad, and everybody yeah. on the red team's really, really good, or vice, or vice versa. versa. You, you switch the teams. It doesn't really matter. Um, but, in fact, we're going to tell you that the people on both the teams are a bunch of crummy thieves that are stealing your money. Yeah, exactly. So we'll take your calls about anything. If you don't believe it, give it a try at 800-259-9231. And uh, I guess the, the big news, right, Mark, tonight is uh, look out. Oh boy, you better be scared. You should be frightened. It's uh, it's a national emergency. That's right, everybody. The, the, the nation is in a state of emergency. You know, <laughs> I'm looking out the window here. I don't see people running by with torches. Uh, there's no trash cans set on fire. I would have guessed that a natural, national emergency looked entirely different from this. Right. I would have expected, sure, crowds flipping over cars, uh, throwing <laughs> Molotov cocktails, something. <laughs> I don't know what I expected well, to see, but I didn't expect that. to see nothing R- any well, different than what I see to, uh, normally on, during a national emergency. The, the, the big story is that, that uh, Barack Obama has declared the swine flu outbreak as a national emergency. Giving do you me, have a like a laugh track on that uh, that little soundboard of yours? Can that, you just like yeah. laugh at this nonsense? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, God. what's so funny about this, Mark? People are dying. Isn't that an emergency? But people are dying all the time. Um, mm. uh, it, it, do you really want me to get into it before you even start the story? Why I think it's laughable? Because <laughs> I know what the story says. Right. What do you need to say here? I mean, besides that... Barack uh, the- Obama declared it a national emergency. It's because of the swine flu. The swine flu is a, a pandemic. Um, 36,000 people died last year from the regular flu. 1,000 right. people have died this year from swine flu in the United States. That means that um, the swine flu is one thirty-sixth of the problem that regular flu is, but regular flu wasn't a national emergency. Swine flu is, and well, maybe it's the probably flu just was. to make you feel better about all the money that we spend on the Center for Disease Control, which, by the way, is probably one of the better government bureaucracies out there. And I don't know. I, I, I don't like I don't like any of them. However, yeah. it's probably one of the better ones. I of of the ones that I hate sending money to the the Center for Disease Control doesn't really show up on my radar too much. You probably just haven't really looked into it. You're too right. Much. I haven't looked too deeply, and and the more you look, the the more 
ugly things you find when it comes to the government. I would imagine that the Centers for Disease Control is front and, uh, front and center, if you will, in, uh, I guess, influencing this decision to call this a national emergency. And so if swine flu is a national emergency, then why isn't or is? Perhaps it is. Perhaps the regular flu is a national emergency. Maybe maybe it's always been a national emergency because you know how they are with their national emergencies. There's they declare one. national emergencies. They declare right? one and then it never goes away. Right. <laughs> I don't think they ever undeclared the uh, the the martial law that was under Lincoln for the for, for the Civil War or under I think the uh, World War II where they were rounding people up. I don't think they've undeclared any of this stuff yeah it just quietly sort of goes away and that kind of that's kind of bothersome that we're in the legal state of martial law still he says uh, it says here the story uh, associated press says that he's giving the health chief the power to let hospitals move emergency rooms off-site to speed treatment and protect non-infected patients well what other powers will be activated by the declaration of a national emergency are you familiar with that at all? 800-259-9231. I mean, doesn't the Constitution have, not that they follow the Constitution or anything like that, but don't they have provisions, <laughs> it's, basically? It's nice how they put it in the museum with the lights on it and stuff. Well, I mean, we've had people call this show in the past and essentially uh, posit that the declaration of a nat- uh, national emergency essentially opens up all of the loopholes that they can utilize that have been built into the Constitution. Because as Lysander Spooner would put it, the Constitution has either been powerless pr- to prevent this big, tyrannical government that we have today. Sure, or a government has... far beyond the scope that our founders ever, ever, even in their the wildest dreams imagined. Or it has authorized and accepted the uh, the government that we have today. I can only so, assume that that's true. I mean, I used to latter, be this... I can only the, assume that it's the Constitution that, in fact, authorizes all of this crap that I thought at one point was unconstitutional. Well, but, right, but if, if, if the Constitution basically says that, well, all of these rules apply to the government, except in the case of the government deciding that the rules don't need to apply, like in the case of a national emergency, then you can just throw it all out the window. Right, and we are, as, as, as I stated, still under a level of martial law that's uh, that, that was that was uh, declared for the Civil War. I mean, so what? Everything they're doing is legal, as far as I can tell. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Do you think this swine flu problem, which isn't any more of a problem than several other things that are out there putting people's lives in danger, what about a, what about a national emergency for auto accidents? And there are a lot of auto accidents every single day. People get hurt. The, the, if, 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 in fact, the swine flu, um, you know, you get the swine flu from your actions. You choose to go out. You choose to shake hands. You choose to French kiss. Whatever it is way that you, you know, you get your swine flu. It's the actions that you partake in. Um, you get lung cancer from the same thing. Cigarettes kill far more people every year than uh, than, than the swine flu does. Are we mm-hmm. going to declare a national emergency from the, the actions that people choose to uh, you know per, uh, participate in when it comes to cigarettes? It's nuts. All right, we're going to go to your phone calls. You're welcome to comment on this or anything you want. Uh, let's go to Charlie listening to, I believe, WCHV in Virginia. Charlie, you're on Free Talk. WCHV 1260 and 94.1 FM, uh, WCHV in Charlottesville, Virginia. <laughs> Uh, yep, do you work for the station? You do sound like you work for the station. <laughs> well, uh, 
I used to be in radio a long time ago. I just went to get some pizza from a local pizza place, and the guy telling me, ladies in there, can't you give me a part-time job? Just a part-time job. He said, oh, well, I put an ad in the paper. He looks at me, and he says, uh, Charlie, I haven't seen you for a while. Where have you been? I said, well, I'm working, plus I'm in Myrtle Beach every month, and plus I operate my own business. And he says, boy, you've been kind of busy. I said, yeah. He said, I've had 12 Hundred applications for work in the last two weeks. Oh my gosh! Gosh, twelve hundred. Well, anyway, I digress from my point that I made to your caller screener. I said forty-three thousand people die on the highways of America because of auto accidents. Where's the national emergency? Where is the group of people getting together for the forty-three thousand every year? Three hundred thousand because of smoke-related smoking habits, cancer. Alcohol, sure. You know, so where's the national emergency? Go ahead. Right. It, you know, I, I I agree with you completely, and I want nothing from the government in these areas. Like the the <laughs> the only result from them scares me. You know. Yeah, but you know, people, you will click it or get a ticket. Uh, about motorcycle drivers, how many have a seatbelt? Yeah, right. <laughs> just what we need: seatbelts on motorcycles. <laughs> My son says, why should I wear a seatbelt in my truck when I drive a motorcycle that I can do 180 with just a plastic helmet on my head? Dad, this is crazy. I say, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, he should come up here to New Hampshire. You don't even have to wear a helmet up here. Well, you know, what I think is oh, funny. Oh, New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, I pack my car and I have it yet up there. Can I? <laughs> I think it's funny is that uh, when it comes to their school buses, they don't need seatbelts there. When the, when the, right. bureau- when the bureaucrats oh, are driving no, your no, kids no, no, around, no, no, they're no. safer. New York, New York has the seatbelt law there, too. Really? I used to drive a, a school bus. Yeah. What? And then the kids used to tie each other up in them. Leave, <laughs> it, to, <laughs> leave it to New that? York. Hey, Charlie, good hearing from you, and thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. You definitely had that radio that's right, everybody. Eight, it wasn't that. It no, wasn't no, like it that. wasn't. But it just, you can identify it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We're here live taking your calls about whatever you want this Saturday evening. Comment on the national emergency uh, debacle or anything that's on your mind goes. If you make the call, this is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Service restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free. They include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. And for those of you just getting the Saturday show on your local talk radio stations, please note we do have a weekday program. You can grab them all for free on the front page at freetalklive.com. If you're thinking about starting a business, here's a word to the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that could wipe you out. LegalZoom.com does all kinds of legal documents, patents, wills, trademarks, LLCs. If you use code FTL, you save $10 off your order. I've used it to make a will, and it is fast and easy, and your family deserves to be protected if something untimely happens to you. LegalZoom.com, code FTL. 
The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. The news today is that Obama has declared a national emergency on this swine flu thing, even though the swine flu has killed a fraction of the amount of people that uh, have died at the, the hands of the, uh, the regular flu, if you right. will. If it has and, hands, and at this point, they're just making assumptions that the swine flu has killed these people. They don't know. I see. Yeah. How can they be sure that it's the swine flu versus right. the regular flu? The swine flu, the N1, H1N1 virus is, well, you know, as, from what they can tell, the most prevalent uh, sort of flu out there. And so it makes some sense that they're making this guess. However, it is still a guess. And then, therefore, it's portrayed because it's, it's spoken by people who are speaking for the scientists as science. And it's not science. So what does it mean to be in a state of emergency? And, of course, as you pointed out, Mark, uh, there are states of emergency that are still going. In fact, according to Wikipedia, in the United States, there is officially an ongoing state of emergency declared by several presidents due to multiple problems. For example, during the Korean War in 1950, Truman uh, issued Presidential Proclamation 2914 declaring a national state of emergency, which wouldn't end until 1978. Uh, uh, another example is one which began in 1995 with the signing of another executive order by Bill Clinton. Uh, in accordance with the National Emergencies Act, the executive order's actual effect was not a declaration of a general emergency, but a limited embargo on trade with terrorists. So there have been uh, several of these in the in the past. And essentially, the the story is that it it essentially opens up the government to do all kinds of things that it otherwise would be supposedly prevented from doing. So, sure, but that pesky constitution, which, of course, authorizes these states of emergency anyway. Right. And so we'll go to your calls here about anything that you want. You're welcome to comment on this at 800-259-9231. One more uh, excerpt from the Associated Press story. It says here that the National Emergency Declaration was the second of two steps needed to give, Su- I don't know how you pronounce it, Sibylus, Catherine, Kathleen Sibylus, Hell, if I know, I don't listen to these people's reports. Uh, the, the National Health Secretary, or the Health and oh. Human Services Secretary. She's an important lady, I see. Um, they, it says that it was needed to give her extraordinary powers. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there you go. Indeed. All right, let's go to Joe, listening to WFLA in Clearwater in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Joe. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What's on your mind tonight? Yeah, I... Uh... I don't believe for a second that, uh, you know, we're in a state of emergency. I honestly believe that this is a political move, and we'll, you know, it'll wash out, and we'll find out what this is all about. Has it actually got a proclamation number, uh, uh, like you mentioned the other ones did? Oh, I don't know. They wouldn't mention that in an Associated Press report, so I'm, I'm sure you could probably dig around and find that. Right. Well, well, what do you think they're trying to hide, Joe? I mean, well, I, I don't know if they're trying to hide anything. I just think it's, uh, you know, going to... Try to use it in a positive way for his uh, political uh, use, is is my opinion of the whole thing, just like many other things that he's tried to do. I'd agree. I mean, you know, clearly, what what would be the other reason for him uh, declaring it? Well, the I, I can't is, imagine. Well, well, according to Wikipedia, a federal emergency declaration allows the United States Federal Emergency Management Agency to exercise its power to deal with emergency situations. So that could mean that uh, the FEMA bureaucrats could come in and start. You know, mandating quarantines. They can, they can, they can do anything. FEMA, right. FEMA has extraordinary power. But this is what essentially turns FEMA on and says, okay, now you can go and do whatever you want to do. Kick you out of your house. Right. Uh, force <laughs> vaccinate you. Yeah. 
How about that? So I think that's, you know, this is kind of the preparation time for them to start doing things like what we talked about a, a few weeks ago on the show was the news was that the TSA is going to start looking for people with with flu symptoms. So, well, yes, sir. I think the problem, too, is this is going to let's see what uh, turns up Monday at school. I mean, they're going to be. I bet there'd be 40, 50 percent not show up at schools on Monday. The parents are going to be scared to death. And, uh, again, uh, if a 1,000 versus 3,600 have only died, uh, you know, again, it's, it's a shame to see any of it. But uh, the numbers just don't match up for him to, to be uh, touting a, a national emergency. I just don't trust old Barry boy. Joe, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. As far as I'm concerned, if uh, parents pull their kids from government schools as a result of this, then hey, that's a kind of a positive side effect. Do you think that uh, get your kids out of do there? Do you think it's a positive effect that um, Americans like Joe um, don't trust their president? Because I, I just don't think I think that as time goes by, and 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 the studies show this, the the the, the polls, I guess I don't know if they're studies. The polls show that in fact Americans trust their government far less than they did basically prior to the advent of uh, talk radio, uh, the internet, and what they call new media. It makes sense, right? Because because nowadays you have better information, uh, that more choices for information that can travel faster. And so you come across the uh, the info and the truth about the fact that the government is nothing more than a, a gang of criminals that is essentially forcing its way upon people. It's much it's much easier to come across news about the government's depredations and their violence that they're uh, that they're inflicting upon people today than it was 50 years ago. So I think that makes sense because people are being subjected now to a, a more holistic picture, if you will, or a, a larger picture uh, of what the government does. It's not just propaganda that's getting into people's heads now. You've got independent media, as you say, new media and alternative media getting out there and getting a story out about a government that is not this wonderful, happy, uh, free, love, freedom-loving organization that everyone would like, you know, that the government schools might like you to believe. It's not a free country, and all you have to do is pay attention to really figure that out. And I think that's what's happening. More it's people are able to pay attention. It's certainly more free than many countries, but, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> around the world, freedom, governments, which are the organizations that restrict freedoms. No other organization really can. Um, I mean, you know, I, I guess criminals res, uh, restrict freedom, and government, by their definitions, are organizations of criminals because they use violence against people that uh, didn't necessarily ask for it. If you think you're free, try not paying your try not paying income tax and, and walking down the street with a joint uh, hanging out of your mouth. See how free you are. Let's continue and take your calls about what you want and go to Matt in Illinois. You're on the amp line. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, uh, this flu, flu thing's been you've been talking about it for the last couple of nights, and I've noticed that there's been conflicting reports coming in over the last couple of few days. They talk about a whole bunch of people that don't want to take the shot mostly in the um, in the medical field, and then they talk about how there's um, not enough shots. And and now you, you get this. You got to wonder just what is going on. Well, I've been following it. Would you like to I've speculate? Hang on. We'll bring it back if you'd like to at 800-259-9231. What is going on? You can answer that question or bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. Are you scared yet? 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Ovaltine, nutritious vitamins and minerals and a delicious chocolate taste for your picky eaters. Be sure to visit us at OvaltineUSA.com. With kids, food battles are more about control than about food. If you want to avoid a battle with your picky eater, give them a say in what they eat. At dinner, let them choose between broccoli or fruit salad. At the supermarket, give them three cereals to pick from. The more control they have, the less there is to argue about. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show to take control of if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, Saturday edition of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, and they include the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing that they are indeed listeners of this radio program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see it for yourself. And if you're a lady listener, you can get involved. All the information you need is there at shrine.freetalklive.com. Take the startpage.com seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines and unlike your old search engine... You'll have complete privacy in your search. No cookies, no finding out what you're searching for in order to, to, to sell you some products and all that other stuff. Start the Start the Start Page Challenge today at startpage.com. I guess they, they, they do uh, offer you some, uh, some uh, commercial choices. However, they don't track your search and keep it in some big, big database. Startpage.com. All right, we continue here, and uh, we're talking about this declaration of a national emergency. Uh, Obama has declared a has declared the swine flu outbreak a national emergency, which basically gives them access to all kinds of powers that they would otherwise not have if had there been not uh, other national emergencies already declared. But as long as one national emergency is declared, it's a national emergency, and the government gets to essentially do whatever they want to do. Now, of course, they do whatever they want anyway. But one could point out that, as Lysander Spooner says. It's likely that the the Constitution has either been powerless to prevent this uh, tyrannical government or it has authorized it. And indeed, I've actually pulled up a justification written by somebody in the federal government. It's from a, a government website. It's a PDF file that talks about their powers that they get to have in the national emergency. And it also lists out several pages of national emergencies that are still going on. That uh, have been going on since as, er, as long ago as 1979. Some Doesn't people, it bother you that there are national emergencies going on and you don't know it? Right. Such emergen- emergencies such as uh, the blocking property and additional measures with respect to the Bosnian Serb-controlled areas of the Republic of Bosnia and Herzegovina. That's still going since 1994. Uh, prohibiting the importation of rough diamonds from Sierra Leone. That's been happening since 2001. So there's several pages of them here, and I want to get back to their justifications for this and kind of give you an explanation of of what they're claiming they get to do as a result of this declaration. Uh, But let's go back to Matt in Illinois. Matt, you'd have some comments for us. Uh, Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, I've been kind of watching the um, the flu shot uh, thing going on. It's been going on since since the spring. And uh, my ex-wife and my daughter are both involved in uh, the medical field. Uh, my ex-wife, her hospital has not made anybody take the shot. They're mm-hmm. they're just laying off of people. My daughter, however, who works for a doctor, 
is being forced to take the shot mm. or lose her job, but the doctor she works for is also being forced to take the shot or actually or lose, uh, lose the support of the hospital that they work for. And um, the doctor has been fighting against it. So she has not had to take the shot yet. But what does that tell you? Comes, what, what does it tell you that there are a significant portion of the medical profession that are essentially saying, we don't feel comfortable with this? Right. And that tells, that tells me that you shouldn't, that nobody should. And, right. And I think that's what's happened. I, I think that's the problem. They, these drug manufacturers, these vaccine manufacturers, have been manufacturing this stuff since probably uh, early last spring, probably since last January. And now they want to give it out to people, and nobody's taking it. So I think that everything that you're hearing about the shortages of the vaccines, I think that's manufactured. I think they're trying to whip up a demand hmm. and so that they can get these, these things sold and to You'd market make it, and get yeah, the money for them. Well, they certainly want to make you think. I see what you're saying, that they want to make you think that people are out there getting the, this shot. I personally don't know anyone who has, but then again, I just probably don't travel in those circles I mean, they certainly include pictures in the news articles of uh, kids getting stuck with needles, and it makes it sure does make it look like uh, parents are out there taking their kids in to get this shot. I mean, the, the Walgreens and uh, the various different pharmacies around the country are reporting shortages. And you're, you, are you saying, but, you know, let's not forget that they, they gave out the vaccine back in the 70s for, I think it was the swine flu then, too. Mm-hmm. And the vaccine killed more people than the flu did. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there are people out there that will do whatever the government tells them to do. Yeah. Right. That's all. That's all correct. And I, and there, I think there are enough um, sheeple uh, that they can get these pictures of people in line and show them on TV. But I think there's just too many people that are going no. I don't. I don't believe it anymore. Well, my I, concern I, is I, what I think they. I that, that the growth of of the people that don't trust the government anymore has you know the the amount of people has grown to the point where now they have to get the president on to declare an emergency to try to whip up. A, support for people taking the shot maybe so matt but what if they take the next step and decide to start sticking people or i guess it's a nose swab or something like that or an inhalant right. what if they start administering this to people if they're trying to get on planes i mean if you want to get yeah. on a plane yeah. then you have to take the swine flu shot if they start trying to do it by force then i think that there's going to be some big trouble well that and won't be forced you won't be forced to uh, to fly in america it's just that if you want to fly you'll, you'll be you'll... highly pressured yeah yes yeah that's that's enough. Co- that's enough coerciveness to be, uh, in my mind, that would be force. Uh, you know, it's coercive enough. To, but what would you do in that case? I mean, what, what do you do? What you just don't I fly. Do about it? <laughs> I'll, I, I don't do. Uh, I'm I just stay at home. And, yeah. Uh, you know, if, if I'm going on a plane, if I'm a business person and I have to go on a plane somewhere, I'm going to do my best to try to find uh, uh, a private carrier that'll that'll take me without having to. There's there's small airports and things you can sure. fly out of. That's a good point. Thanks, Matt, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Here is, uh, just to take a break from the calls, I just want to share what the government's people have to say about this supposed national emergency uh, powers that they have. This is right, right from one of their own documents, right at the front. Federal law provides a variety of powers for the president to use in response to crisis, exigency, or emergency circumstances threatening the nation. 
Moreover, they're not limited to military or war situations. Some of these authorities, deriving from the Constitution or statutory law, are uh, continuously available to the president with little or no qualification. Others, statutory delegations from Congress, exist on a standby basis. You know, it's it's interesting how their own documents say, little or no qualifications. The president can do whatever the president wants. wants. And they remain dormant until the president formally declares a national emergency. So much for this whole idea of a republic, right? A government... Uh, of the people. That's what republic means. It's all, uh, it's all, uh, essentially it's all just window dressing. Yeah. The whole constitution and the, the, the sure. different branches and all of that. You get one, you get to choose between one of the two uh, classes of lords. That's what you get. These delegations or grants of power authorize the president to meet the problems of governing effectively in times of crisis. See, all they need, Mark, is to be able to say, Hep, we got ourselves a crisis here, folks. Well, that's This time for a national emergency, and then they just get to do whatever they want to that's do. That's their one card. The government only has one card. It's the boo card. Mm, scary. Scary. Yeah. Fear. All the government has is be scared. Be very, very scared. Be scared of the criminals. Be scared right. of the Russians. Be scared of the Islamics. People, be scared, scared, scared. Because if you're scared, you rely on us. That's right. If you you're not scared, us. you run your whole your own life. America, you don't be scared. There's right. no reason to be scared. Oh, well, what you yeah. need to be scared of is Them. these people. Absolutely. Uh, it says here that under the powers delegated by such statutes, the president may seize property, organize and control the means of production, <laughs> seize commodities. That's socialism. Yes. Assign military forces abroad, institute martial law, seize and control all transportation and communication, regulate the operation of private enterprise, restrict travel, and in a variety of ways control the lives of United States citizens. Now, when you hear that list of things, you might be saying to yourself, well, they're already doing that. Yes, they are. And indeed, they've had national emergencies continuously running since back in decades ago. So... You could point out that they would do this stuff anyway, even if they didn't have this national emergency process. But nonetheless, it's interesting to point out that this is them basically saying, hey, look, (laughs) people, we're admitting here that we flushed this constitution. It's been flushed for a long time. We'll just do whatever the flip we want, and you'll keep paying for it, won't you, sucker? 800-259-9231. It'd take a spine not to pay for it. This is Free Talk Live. Listen up for something free from Ruger. From now until the end of the year, buy any new Ruger bolt-action rifle and receive a free Ruger-branded Carhartt jacket, both made in America. For more information, go to Ruger.com slash Carhartt. That's Ruger.com slash C-A-R-H-A-R-T-T. Ruger rifles are known for their rugged reliability, handsome style, unique design features, and represent the best value in rifles. Go to Ruger.com and check out a Ruger rifle today. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just bring up whatever you want. A toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. Again, 1-800-259-9231. Are you scared yet? It's a national emergency. Swine flu. The government is trying to get you frightened. The government wants you to get in line and get shot up or stuck up or whatever the heck it is they're delivering this 
swine flu vaccine with a nose spray too yeah the nose the nose spray uh they're basically saying this is a national emergency and we just shared with you uh, some of the details on what that means we'll take your calls uh, about it in moments here audiblepodcast.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks magazines and radio shows for your ipod or mp3 player Try them out by downloading a free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. These aren't off-brand books. These are some new bestsellers, big-name big, big name books. Uh, they're unabridged. I believe that the, uh, the Ayn Rand's uh, uh, Atlas Shrugged is 62 hours long. So you can get a lot of content here for your uh, monthly membership. And you can try a free one out at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's the way to get the free one, slash FTL at audiblepodcast.com. All right, you can take control of the airwaves here, 800-259-9231. Don't forget, if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Entering Amazon through that link will result in a percentage of your purchase going to Free Talk Live. Whether you're buying brand new items or used, you can uh, send a percentage our way by going to amazon.freetalklive.com. It's the same great Amazon prices that you're used to. It's just that when you enter through that link, Essentially, they reward us for sending them the business. That's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. According to the government's own, the federal government's own documents, it says right here that the national emergency powers allow the president to seize commodities, organize and control the means of production, seize property, assign military forces abroad, institute martial law. Seize and control all transportation and communication, regulate the operation of private enterprise, restrict travel, and in a variety of ways control the lives of United States citizens. Because you are a subject. Because you are not a sovereign individual, according to the government. They They own own you. you. Let's go to your calls and talk to, I believe we have uh, James on the line listening to WFLA in Florida. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight, James? Well, hi. Um, I just want to say something about, because um, I was hearing what you said about the flu shots, that there could be something foul going on, right? Well, that's what I heard. And mm-hmm. you guys are not the only one I heard that from. I heard it from Alex Jones and and a few other people. But the thing I wanted to ask you was, because it reminded me of, um, of the Fox News situation with Fox News, that they are um, not real news. They just like to spin things around. And what you guys were talking about right now, I was, I was, um, the, the minister, Louis Farrakhan, he said the same thing about the needles. Uh, I mean, not the needles, I mean the, the flu shots, that they could be conspiracy to kill people. And I was watching the Bill O'Reilly show um, last week, one of these days last week, and he actually called the man a pinhead for saying that. But yet, you got Glenn Beck, who's been saying the same thing in his network, and he has never called Glenn Beck a pinhead. And that's one of the things why I believe Fox News might be part of a conspiracy to confuse people and to divide and conquer, if you know what I mean. You know, I, I, yes, I definitely know what you mean. As far mm-hmm. as one, one talk show host saying something about, uh, saying something that you wouldn't hear from a different talk show host on the same network, uh, Free Talk Live is on a network, and I don't know what the other hosts say on the network, and I don't take responsibility for what they say. I don't, not interested in knowing what they say. I don't yeah. have time to know what they say, I and think I'm diff- completely different. I think it's different. giving everyone too much credit to assume that there's a conspiracy. I think that, um, if, if the, if the shot was intended to to kill people, then you'd be hearing about a heck of a lot more deaths. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that's it. I think that the shot is intended to sell shots, um, and 
you know, it may it may have some stuff in it that some people react to, and they they downplay that. I th- I know it has stuff in it that some people react to because I react to flu shots, um, and they downplay those those kind of things. Oh, it could never happen, never happen. This is completely safe, uh, and you know, it's just not true. So I I I hesitate to look for the uh, the guy with the handlebar mustache hiding around hiding behind every every uh, every rock. Well, well, now, now there is something that I will definitely agree with, and that is Fox News, like I think a lot of the other news companies out there, the national news corporations, certainly has its editorial viewpoint. There's no doubt about that. Just as uh, CNN and MSNBC have their editorial viewpoint, Fox News has uh, one as well. And most of them are fairly statist. Fox News was far more statist uh, and, and governmental, pro-government, than um, back during the Bush administration than it is today. Sure. So I don't trust them when they are talking about freedom now because it's just the typical Republican line that whenever a Democrat's in office, you just talk a good game about freedom to get the Republicans back elected so they can run the tyr- you know the gears of tyranny uh, themselves. Uh, but do, but do you guys consider yourself to be? I mean I know you guys are not either left or right, but I was wondering because to someone like Bill O'Reilly, he might I mean I don't know if he hears your, if he want, listens to your program, but I think he would consider you guys to be so-called. <laughs> far left, you know what I mean, right? Well, uh, Bill makes his money off of making enemies, um, and <laughs> I, you know, it, he can decide to call me whatever he wants. If he wants to call a guy that pe- believes that people have should have the right, the innate right, to own whatever weapon they wish to, to own, and to carry that weapon on them, at with them, at all times, then he can just go ahead and call me far left, because I don't think that's very far left. Not in this country. I think yeah. we'd be happy if he mentioned us, uh, actually. Yeah. I want Bill, Bill <laughs> O'Reilly to say Mark Edge from Free Talk Live is a pinhead. Yeah, he can trash talk us all. Uh, all he. I'll use to. that as a soundbite to open the show. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys. Thank for you, James. Call, man. Thanks, appreciate right, the later, call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Radale in Florida, listening to WFLA. Radale, you're on Free Talk Live. Greetings. What a great program. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm aware on some of the, the topics. Uh, again, I'm a American of African descent. And I basically voted for Barack Obama because of the historic amplifications only. But, um, again, uh, all the presidents, especially from Reagan on down, Reagan uh, and, and George Sr., Bush Sr. mentions the, uh, the New World Order. So all these presidents are controlled by a, a shadow government called the Illuminati. Which plan on, from my understanding, to bring the United States uh, to a third world uh, to weaken its its power. See, now what you're getting into there, Riddell, is the world of speculation. And it is a very, very deep, dark, nasty uh, world where there's a, it's basically a rabbit hole of a conspiracy theory that just goes on forever and gets more insane uh, the, the deeper you go. Or at least more, whether it's insane or not, it's unbelievable to people. Right. So, look, here's what I'd like to share with you. Maybe what you're saying is true. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Illuminati. I can't prove it, and most people can't. And all of that. You're right. That's exactly right, Mark. You can't prove it, and there's no point in even trying, because why bother? What we, what we need to see is right on the surface. What is most obvious, and that is that these government people, whether it's George Bush or whether it's Barack Obama or you know the, 
the evil men pulling the strings behind the scenes, that these people are seeking to control other people. This is what they do. They are uh, human beings who want to uh, lord over other human beings. And it's, it's a sickness that these folks are, are, are afflicted with. And it's, it's our obedience that encourages their behavior. It's the American people and people around the world's docility and uh, the willingness to supplicate themselves to these people that would be our masters that encourages them to continue behaving in this way. So to me, Riddell, it doesn't matter who's pulling the strings behind the scenes because you can speculate about that all day and all night. It's not speculation. Again, um, well, uh, it is. Bush Sr., he, he provided both Iraq and Iran with weapons to kill each other. That's true. Again, uh, that's, that's, that's visible. The that's evident. Uh, there's evidence uh, for that, Riddell. That's, yeah, that's not speculation. But the, what the speculation yeah. is is that you know who the people are behind the scenes and that they're a group that calls themselves the Illuminati. Even if it's true, it doesn't matter. What but matters but, is what you do about it. But again, uh, Bush, that's what uh, the second part of what I actually call. But All right, go quick. Bush, uh, uh, um, the president just left. Uh, again, the 911, we let um, uh, Bin Laden's family out of the United States, and the United States had something, from my understanding, to do with it, to bring on the, the war on terrorism and this whole fear that you all are, you all are talking about. But the, 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 the reason that I called is dealing with fear. And um, mm-hmm. uh, we, this country is supposed to be a Judeo-Christian nation. I don't know about that, actually. A number well, of the founding fathers were deists. Well, they were, again, like you said, a lot of them were Masons. They were a part of an order. Um, there are Masons then, here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, and I've, you know, I've met some Masons in my time, and they're fine people, so I'm not but, sure. But, but the point I was trying to get to is, again, there is an order that's mentioned in the Scripture that teaches one how to meditate, how to find peace within themselves, and how to raise their bodies, electromagnetic vibratory rate, which will help in healing. I do like what you have to say there, and I think that uh, you're right, that people need to get rid of the fear, and that finding peace is an important, uh, I think, important part of uh, getting rid of fear. And And positive thoughts really are good for you. Thank you, Riddell. We're going to move on here. Hour number two is coming up. We'll take your calls. If you're on the line, hang through the news, and we'll get to you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is Free Talk Live. This is Ian. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time. You and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a front sight defensive handgun course plus 30-state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar and get your free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T dot com. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. Again, that's FrontSight.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial in toll-free. It's the Saturday edition of the program. The number is 800-259-9231. And the number is brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. We'll take your calls about anything. We started out talking about the 
new emergency, national emergency uh, thing, doc declaration, I suppose it is, that uh, Obama passed, which really doesn't change anything because, well, there are several national emergencies already in effect. In uh, point of fact, they've been in effect for decades. Um, and now, back in the day, they could declare a national emergency and it would just never be removed. But apparently they passed the National Emergencies Act uh, back in the 1970s, I think it was. Oh, good. And that, uh, that set a period of two years, I, I think. This is from my brief looking over the government's own documents here, and you know how hard those are to understand sometimes. But basically it said that at that point then they would have to be re-upped every two years. Kind of like how they re-up the funding for the Army, uh, for the military every two years, mm-hmm. essentially, to keep it constitutional. Well, now with the National Emergencies uh, Powers Act, they have to keep re-upping the national emergencies they want to continue. But they've been doing that, apparently, because there are still several so-called national emergencies covering everything from uh, banning the importation of diamonds, rough diamonds from Sierra Leone to, uh, you know, the war on terrorism and stuff like that. Uh, and, and it's all listed in a government document that you can get linked to from the Wikipedia page about national emergencies. So we're talking about that, but you can also bring up anything. And so we'll start out uh, the hour here talking to John in, in California. John, you're on Free Talk Live. John in California going once. John in California going twice. Hey, hey, you know, Mark Megadittos. How you guys doing? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. Now, what's on your mind tonight, John? <laughs> oh, Megadittos is very important. It means I think your show's great, and I hope it stays on the air for a long time. Thank you. Okay, but, I appreciate uh, that. Uh, I got the pleasure of meeting a politician this morning who claimed to be a Ron Paul Republican. Oh, yeah? But was far from it. I was at really? the movie premiere of the documentary of For Liberty which is documenting the Ron Paul campaign. Oh, cool. It was actually quite a good film. I really enjoyed it. But uh, this guy, Bill Hunt, is running for sheriff here in Orange County, California, and he's on the list for uh, a website called This November 5th, mm-hmm. which last year organized the money bombs for Ron Paul. And this year they're trying to recreate that for some like-minded candidates. Some allegedly uh, like-minded candidates. Right, and this guy, Bill Hunt, was at the premiere, and he was also on their list of people you ought to donate to. And I looked him up on my iPhone real quick, and I saw that at his November 5th event that should coincide with the money bomb, his guest speaker will be Sheriff Joe Arpaio of Maricopa County. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this was pretty inconsistent, because as you know, uh, Sheriff Joe is is probably the most police state-style Sheriff in the country. Yeah, he's one of the most dangerous. So. He's he's one of the most dangerous criminals in America today. He is taking peaceful people off the streets, calling them criminals because they have a plant in their pocket or something or some chemical, and then putting them in a place he calls Tent City because he's put so many people in jail there in Maricopa County, which is where Phoenix is in Arizona. He's put so many people in jail that he's now opened tents up outdoors in the desert basically, and is keeping people there 24 hours a day. Right. Jail's just another government program. Uh, He feeds them absolute gruel. Uh, There have been reports of people being fed things like green bologna and just nasty gruel. It's just awful. They'll they'll, uh, blend it all together. It's disgusting. His agents are sadists. They're the worst of the worst, the bottom of the barrel. And Joe Arpaio, uh, he's one of the most thuggish government agents out there. So that's quite an indicator that the person you're dealing with here does not understand what liberty is at all. Well observed. Oh, it, it, it's awful. So I actually went and shook his hand afterwards, and I introduced myself, and I said, 
Um, do you think Sheriff Joe Arpaio is a good model for what a liberty-oriented sheriff's office would be run like? Because he's running to be sheriff. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of politician talked his way around it a little bit. But the, the good thing, I, I did get a solid answer out of him when I asked, so do you support throwing peaceful people in prison for consuming marijuana? And, you know, he was very taken aback that I put it that way. And I said, well, we're going to agree to disagree on this. Yeah. But, you know, the, the thing that really bugged me is the, the local campaign for liberty people and the Ron Paul people are supporting guys like this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's so a very sad. election cycle after the Ron Paul campaign, which was so good, so principled. If this is what we're getting immediately afterwards, it's just very disappointing for me, and uh, really disappoints me in the whole political process. Yep. Yeah. You know, this is the danger that I've I've felt, and I, and I'm and I'm all for the Tea Parties, and I'm all for the Ron Paul Revolution, but this is the danger that I've felt in this is that you know people like this this Hunt fella here that's an uh, opportunist. Yeah. That, that see an opportunity. Oh my God! People got really excited about Ron Paul. I agree with some of the things Ron Paul said. I must be a Ron Paul Republican. Oh no, you're not. You're a regular Republican. Yeah. And Ron Paul believes some of the things that Republicans believe. That's all, pal. He would not, Ron Paul would not have backed down from the question about marijuana. He would have answered that straight out. Right. And There's no agreeing to disagree. You just want to throw peaceful people in prison for doing you know, what, they're, what they should be free to do. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't even make sense to me. If you're, it's not like Ron Paul won or even got more than 20% of the vote or even 20% of the vote in any one state. If you're not a libertarian, why why even align yourself with, with oh. that movement? Oh, I can explain. Oh, no, no, this is easy to understand. The This guy, now, is he currently a politician or running for office fresh? He's running to be a sheriff, but he's been in political circles for a long time. Okay. He's, like the, he's the favorite. Okay. Uh, look, any politician is going to value the kind of activism that Ron Paul engendered. I mean, anybody that paid attention to the Ron Paul campaign knows that it was an amazing campaign in that his actual campaign staff didn't do any of the real footwork. They didn't do any of the real significant hard work. It was the, the activists, this kind of grassroots, decentralized activist network that essentially sprung up around Ron, uh, Ron Paul and just went to town and created all kinds kinds of uh, wonderful campaign things like the you know the Ron Paul revolution thing with the love uh, the, the love letters spin around backwards and that that was created by the activists uh, there was so much so many videos and wonderful uh, different multimedia presentations and you know, outreach programs and really the entire the, the Ron Paul money bomb thing completely created by the activists where what would he raise 20 million dollars in one day's time or something incredible like that? numbers it was amazing um, so so yeah as a politician you better believe you want to get those people behind you i mean they're they're effective sure you're right ron paul didn't didn't uh, run away with the race or anything like that he didn't win uh, by any means he did beat a handful of the the republicans in a number of primaries people like rudy <laughs> giuliani right people like rudy giuliani so so what they're seeing is the activists and they're saying well i want to put these people these are hard-working people these are people that are very passionate and i want to get them behind my campaign and so they're pandering to them which is what politicians do you know they they're very effective uh, at pandering and they're they're making it seem to these people like they uh, they appreciate Ron Paul and they're on board with Ron Paul. And as you've discovered, it's in point of fact not the case. Now, what would be interesting to do is to – you said it was a website called This November 5th? Right. It's the same website that was used to coordinate the November 5th money bomb for Ron Paul last year. Didn't you interview those guys, Mark, on your interview series, or is that something else I'm thinking of? Who's that? The, this November 5th? Trevor, uh, no, Trevor no, no, Lyman, no. I think no. 
Oh, Trevor Lyman. Okay, yeah, he's the guy that did the uh, the money bomb thing. Well, would it be interesting to go on there and to actually audit all of their so-called Ron Paul Republican candidates? I don't know how many they have at this point, but to just go through and to run through their positions on the issues and audit them and and you know find out how many of them are even close uh, to the principles that uh, that Ron Paul espouses. I bet you. I bet you five mm, percent would be that's really close. Say again? I have to do five percent for lucky. I, I, <laughs> I completely agree. If they got this guy on and he didn't even take take the time to know that that he should at least not admit to thinking marijuana users should be locked up at a meeting of Ron Paul activists, and they got him on there. I mean, it, it's very disturbing. And I, I share your frustrations with the political process, and and of course, as we saw with the Ron Paul Republicans tried to go and kind of get active within the Republican Party, they were shut down. They were prevented from even speaking. They were prevented from voting. They changed the dates of the conventions and things like that just to try to keep these folks out. And and this is how politics uh, tends to work: is if you get a, a uh, an effective political machine that or an organization that is looking like it's going to make a difference somewhere, it will become co-opted by the op uh, the opposite side. So the people that are in no way aligned with Ron Paul, like you're talking about here, have essentially gotten their mitts into these organizations, and either either somebody's not paying attention, and they're just letting anybody on who says, well, I'm a Ron Paul Republican, and they're not actually checking them on their claims, or they've been infiltrated by people that are actively allowing people like this guy into that campaign. That way, people who trust in these organizations are going to say, oh, this particular website says he's a Ron Paul Republican, so I shouldn't do any more research. I trust these people. Check the claims. And I thank you for the call on the story tonight. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free. It's the Saturday edition of the show. The toll-free number is 800-259-9231, and it's brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. The show is also brought to you by FrontSight.com. It's uh, now's the time for you and your family to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Exceed them. FrontSight provides just such training without any boot camp mentality or Drill instructor attitudes. Secure your front sight defensive handgun course today, plus the corresponding 30-state concealed weapons permit, and get a free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today to find out more. That's FrontSight.com. All right. The toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls, and we'll go to, I believe, Voland is on the line in Maryland. Voland, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, Hey, guys. Can hey. you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Okay, well, I wanted to talk about Mike Gagolsky, who is a Liberty activist, and you've had him on your show before? Yes, okay. this, the stateless person. Oh, he, yeah. he moved to Slovakia and renounced essentially his, uh, the, U, the U.S. citizenship. Is that correct? That's correct. He renounced his U.S. citizenship, and he was living in Bratislava, but he's recently left Bratislava, and he's now in Spain. Okay. And um, it has something to do with him being attacked by someone from the Bratislava State Police. Oh, no, that's awful. What happened? Yeah, um, well, I'm sorry. It's, it's either the Bratislava State Police or the, uh, the country, Slovak. But he was in a bar, and he was, uh, got into some kind of altercation with a bar owner, 
and uh, the bar owner asked him to leave, and he stayed because he thought there was some kind of a trouble because he heard somebody scream in the bar. And then hmm. that, that appeared to be resolved. So then he turned around, um, he left, and there was a gate or something that he had to be let out of, and it was locked, and the bar owner um, didn't want to let him out, and there was some sort of problem because Mike took a picture of the bartender with his mobile phone. Hmm. And um, then I think the, the bar owner assaulted him or attacked him, and he lost his glasses, which fell on the ground. Oh, and, and so then, of course, Mike then called the police, and the police showed up, and then, um, you know, Mike doesn't carry any uh, papers or ID or passport or anything like that. And uh, one thing led to another with this one particular police officer, and this police officer uh, assaulted and brutally attacked him and oh, beat him goodness. to the ground. Yet another reason to uh, not call the police, even if you are in a situation uh, that is seemingly life-threatening. I just, it seems like, like call after call recently where people have been saying that we called the police. We had some people call in about DCF last night, the Department of Children and Families, and right. how that, uh, you know, the police were called and DCF ended up coming in as a result of the police being called in those cases and stealing children from people. So whether it's stealing children or uh, being beaten to a bloody pulp, or in the case of uh, one woman, that uh, I think she called the police because of a family incident, having her her child then abducted uh, from from her, and then essentially it was I think it was like a grandma who called on her 14 year old son. This was down in Florida. She her, her grandson rather. She called on uh, on him because he'd taken her car for a joyride. They ended up putting him in a boot camp where he was killed. Uh, oh so I mean it's just story after story. I I'm sorry to hear about that. Is is he okay? Yeah, I, I think he's basically okay. Um, he's trying to raise awareness about what happened to him, so he um, put some stories up on his website, which I went onto the Free Talk Live BBS already, and under the issues section, I posted uh, a post where there are some links okay, where great. people can look at that. Okay, and I, I, I think he's got a site called No State. Is that not this not the case, or what, what is his website? Do you know? NoState.com. NoState.com. All right, well, hopefully people can go there and they can get the full story because it's just yet another, unfortunately, and a long string of police abusing people. And, of course, since he has no state... um I'm I'm actually surprised he turned to the state uh, in that uh, in that particular incident, but I guess I can't blame him. It's something that we've all been indoctrinated into: the idea that if there's a problem, you call 911 or whatever it is over in Slovakia, uh, you call the emergency number, and they're supposed to come and and be concerned and, and cautious and helpful, and you know right. not beat you. I thank you right. for the stories tonight. And I thank you for the call at 800-259-9231. It's why I don't recommend answering the door for the police. I don't think there's anything that can be gained from talking to these people. You never know if you're unless you know the cop personally, you don't know who you're dealing with. You could be talking to a rogue cop who may just decide to go off on you. And I don't know what all the details were in this case, but I can tell you whatever it was was not appropriate. Most of the times that I've uh, most of my experience with police have been positive experiences. Is that right? Yeah. Have you called the police or just, you know, encountered them positively in life? I think I called the police one time when my girlfriend's car was broken into in our driveway. Yeah. Did they solve the crime? No, oh, no. Oh, okay. 
So what it was, was positive the point? though? It was, it, was, it was a pleasant experience. Right, they weren't mean to you. Yeah, he okay. didn't beat me. Okay. Well, you know, that's kind of usually the best case scenario, right? Is that you'll have a, uh, a positive interaction, but there's also the chance that you'll be, you know, killed. I have uh, found p- stolen property in the past and called the police in order to be like backup to get the stolen property back. And they've been pleasant in those experiences. Now, I'm not saying that you won't encounter pleasant police, Mark. I'm not saying that. There are some good guys out there that are uh, that are police. I know some of them personally. But what I am saying is that you don't know who you're going to encounter. And you don't know what their attitude is going to be. Much is true. And one thing you do know for sure is that if you encounter a rogue cop and he decides to go off on you, then you can be pretty positive that nothing will happen to him. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You might lose a tooth, break a nose, possibly, you know, harm yourself and be con- have contusions all over your body or whatever. You might get damaged, but you can better believe that the worst that's going to happen to him is he's going to get two weeks paid vacation while they investigate the so-called uh, crime and then close the uh, close the books on it. Because that's what they do. They protect yeah. their own. They, they will claim them. that nothing has been, you know, there's there's nothing to see here, citizen. Move on. Let's continue with your calls. Craig in Kentucky, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Craig. Craig. How are y'all doing tonight? Hey, great. What's on your mind, Craig? Um, absolute power corrupts absolutely, I guess. Uh, yes, indeed. Listen, they, they use, um, that, that's like town hall meetings, and this is a related topic. And, and when they're used the way they're supposed to be to um, express the concerns of communities and to, to find solutions, that's one thing. But uh, I heard the uh, mainstream media the other day uh, just uh, really positive about town hall meetings. And then at the end, they said, uh, that's the the beautiful thing about a democracy, and that's what people don't understand. That's mob rule. They're promoting mob rule is exactly that what is what promoting. democracy is. You are correct about that, but really, a republic isn't that much different, is it? Well, I, okay. Well, let's just take that for, for example. Let's just say though that you use these town hall meetings to uh, to further uh, the agenda of these uh, of some of these politicians. Um, they can uh, manipulate, and don't think. If you get enough people behind you, anybody that's elected in the community or the county or the state, they're going to fall right in line. Do you, understand you think so, huh? I don't think you're right about that because don't you remember the bailouts? Well, those bailouts, they they say that Congress was manipulated and blackmailed, hmm. and, and everybody was feeling sorry for Congress. But I'm going to tell you something. It's the American people who are going to wind up paying for those bailouts with their blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, I'm agreeing. I agree with you there. But what I'm telling you is that you just said that if enough people are, uh, you know, lobbying these individuals, that they'll be on board with those people. And I'm telling you that that's not the case because during the bailouts, they were getting like 50 emails or 50 phone calls to one. But it was more like 100 to one. Where people were saying, don't do this. Don't do this bailout. And they went ahead and they did it anyway. So They did it, but the people that wanted it to happen were the people in charge. That's what I'm saying. If they didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't have happened. If it was the average citizen that wanted that bailout, they wouldn't have got it. Oh, I agree. Thank you for the call tonight, sir. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com, where we bring you everything that you'll see 
completely free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their website. Ours is free for you, including updates. You can get signed up for the Free Talk Live updates, and we'll clue you in. Whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live, just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on that list for free. That's updates. Dot freetalklive.com. And do you hate making extra, cri- uh, extra trips back to the car to carry in all those grocery bags? Well, for the last few months at my house, we've been using the Tota Sack. It's a, it's a brilliant little handle designed uh, from 100% re- recycled materials right here in the United States. It's designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. You can go to totasack.com, that's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com, and get yourself a family pack today. Also, coming up, we'll be giving you a two-pack of the Tota Sack, so you can see exactly how good these uh, little handles are. I've been enjoying them quite a bit myself, so uh, that's, that's on the way here. Uh, keep listening for your opportunity to win, and be sure to go to TOTASAK.com to learn more about the Tota Sack. Uh, all right, let's continue here with your phone calls and go to Nick in St. Petersburg listening to WFLA. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Hey how are you doing? What's on your mind tonight, uh, this is my uh, first time calling, and Welcome, uh, just uh, the past couple of nights have been listening, and I'm, it's refreshing to finally hear that there are some people that are really realizing what this government and all our freedoms that are being taken away from us. Well, thank it you. has been going on for that way for the past 20 years that I could observe. Absolutely, and, was, and I, I appreciate that you've observed that because there are so many people that are that seem to be acting like, oh my gosh, this whole oh, federal government has been getting worse ever since Obama took office, and it's been happening for decades. No, man, it's been going on for, I'm 59, and I've, I've seen it, and I've always told people, man, what are you doing? They're taking your rights away. I mean, even though I don't smoke or, you know, I start with smoking and, and all this, okay, it's bad for you, but shouldn't that be our choice? Yeah. Instead, you... all this stuff being shoved down our throat every day of what's bad for us, you know, and if we don't want a swine flu v- vaccination, isn't it our rights to be able to say, hey, no, I want to take my chances without your whatever stuff you put in this right. and government controlled? No way. I, I think you're absolutely right. This country? What's going on in this country is, uh, is decades of government indoctrination essentially having a uh, pr- yep. tremendous effect. Yeah, that's what they do in government schools. They brainwash people to believe that the government is necessary and the government is great and that government force is something that, that you should uh, endeavor to hold, kids. If you were in charge of the government, you could make people do what you want them to Don't do. Don't you want to grow up and be president? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, aren't we brought up to be free? And, you know, I'm a small business owner, and we should have our choices of what we do. And and if a person wants to start his own business, that was what America was about. Right. Not working for a big corporate America that's, that's, you know, really putting the screws to us. But now, now you're absolutely right. That was the intention, but it's been corrupted. Now, in order to start your own business, you've got to go jump through some governmental hoops, pay a bunch of bribes, which they call fees, licensing fees, and things like that. And, uh, you know, make sure that you pay your masters before they'll allow you to to do your business. And it's just absolutely outrageous. It's an anathema uh, to what freedom really is all about. And most Americans are completely clueless about what it really means to be free because they've never experienced it. I've never experienced it. I, li- I do my best to live as free as I possibly can, but there are some things that I, I just can't do, even though they wouldn't be harmful to anyone else. I wouldn't be able to engage in those activities because, well, I'd end up in a cold jail cell. Exactly. My my point, you know, it's it's not so much 
where's the uh, for the people, of the people, and by the people? Are they even teaching the constitutions, you know, the American history in the schools anymore? Well, no, they're 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 doing totally. They don't want anybody to know about that. You know, even the Constitution. Well, you know, even the Constitution, though, and I used to be, uh, back when I considered myself a libertarian, I now consider myself a voluntarist, but uh, I used to be a constitutional kind of guy, and then I came to the conclusion that I don't want the people ruling over me either. Well, I don't want the politicians, and I don't want the people telling me what to do, because... I don't care if 99% of America says that something that's right is wrong. They're still wrong. Exactly. Thanks, I, Nick. I, I feel the same way. I appreciate yep. the call. Thank you, sir. And glad you decided to dial in tonight. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to, I believe we have uh, Alex in New Hampshire on the amp line. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. I've been walking around the hallway here, and I saw a quote on the wall. It says, live, live as if you'll die today. Dream as if you'll live forever. I thought that was pretty good. Live but, as if uh, you'll die today. Dream as if you'll live forever. That's great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so anyway, I was calling about this national emergency. I'm in the process of booking a train to Boston and a bus to New Jersey to come home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now, Before you go on, Alex, I'm... what if I decided that uh, the best way for me to spend my last day on the planet was to high on heroin? I mean, you know, it's the last day on the planet. There's no consequences to it, so why not just get high on heroin the rest of the day? Do you think that's sure good advice? Not. Do whatever you want. I'm well, not going to stop. It's your body, Mark. I appreciate that, but I, I think it's bad advice. Okay, sure. Live, uh, live like you've got a family and people that care about you and, and do, do responsible stuff. Okay, I can accept that. Okay, go on, your, your train story. All right, so I've got to get a train to Boston and a bus to New Jersey from Boston. Now, uh, I don't know with the national emergency uh, what the ramifications are going to be with respect to mass transportation such as that. You know, I don't know if they're going to stop the train car and search us all and get our temperatures with infrared cameras. That could happen. Or they could just stop all public transportation from happening and declare martial law, in which case I don't get to go home for Thanksgiving. So that's one thing that's been on my mind is how that's going to uh, to affect it. Or maybe, more likely, my uh, my travel will just be severely delayed and everything that I schedule will be messed up because I have to get off at certain times and arrive at certain times. I don't know so, what to expect. I don't expect that the government is going to implement some sort of police state, full-on police state. Obviously, we are in a police state today, but I don't think they're going to be implementing the check you know, the checkpoints you might be thinking of in a month's time. I, I wouldn't be well, too concerned. unfortunately, I'm not going to be docile, so if they do try to put a thermometer in me or, or do any of that, I'm going to refuse. Or if they say that you have to get a shot, I have to travel through Massachusetts. <laughs> so that's, that's always the problem. <laughs> Good point. Thanks, Alex, for the call tonight. Good luck out there. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to, I believe, John is on the line. Listening to WFLA in uh, Tampa or Tallahassee, Hello. not sure which. Hello, John. Uh, thanks for taking my call. What's on your mind um, tonight? You guys seem to think before you speak. We do our best. Um, if I can, jump tracks a little bit. Yeah, by uh, all means, it's free talk live. Bring up whatever you want. Okay. One of the little things I've been unfortunately becoming involved with by mistakes is what I consider scams over Uh-oh. the internet. Like what? Um, I can get be very specific on some things. Um, one of the things that's happening right now is if you get on the internet, there are anywhere from 30 minute to two hour. 
presentations on some things. You get done with it, they say they're going to send you stuff, and all you have to do is pay the shipping and handling. Well, the only problem is what what you end up finding out is that you end up being subject to a monthly service mentoring thing or something, I don't know what it is, that you can't on at least more than one or two or three or four sites uh you can't get a hold of the people that are putting a whole, getting that are putting this these things on. Is this like yeah. a like a get rich quick kind of website thing? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And there are a number of things like that uh, that will be presented to you on the internet. Everything from something simple that's you know targeted at very very young people, like "Hey kids, get yourself a free Xbox," and then the, the actual deal is you're supposed to go in and uh, you know jump through all of these hoops that they've put up and uh, manage to get your friends to all agree to join the program before they actually give you the so-called free Xbox. And so there there are all kinds of things like that. Buy beware caveat emptor and if it is too, it seems too good to be true it probably is read the fine print and uh, good luck out there it's a it's a world which is, thank you for the call one sorry. of the things that- I, we got to move on here. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Be cautious and take your time on deciding things like that and, and do some research, you know, look and look into it. It's free talk live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's a Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want. Dial toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program, we do ask that you do something for us. You vote for us. It's a once-a-month thing that we ask you to do. If you've already done it this month, thank you so much. If you have yet to do it, please take a moment. Next time you're in front of a computer terminal that's connected to the Internet, and which ones aren't these days, go to vote.freetalklive.com. That's vote.freetalklive.com. All you need is an email address, and you can uh, you know take a quick moment to do that for us, and it helps push us up the top ten list. Last time you checked, Mark, we were at number one. We slipped in number two. We are uh, number two today. right now? No, slipped? but we slipped into number two today. Okay, so it's a real close contest, which means we need your vote. And that includes you. If you're listening on the radio, get in front of your computer. Go to vote.freetalklive.com. It only takes you a moment, and the email address is only used to make sure that you're a real live person and not some sort of robot program. It's fast, easy, and you won't be spammed. That's right. Vote.freetalklive.com. Uh, just real quick, before we continue with your calls, uh, just a few more comments on John's call about the Internet scams. He sounded like he'd gotten involved in a get-rich-quick scheme on the Internet, and boy, there are plenty of them. Beware. Be cautious. If you come across something on the Internet, double-check and triple-check before you decide to jump into it. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, so go to startpage.com whenever you come across something and look it up. 
Whatever the opportunity is, whatever the website name is, type that in, and then afterwards, put in the word scam, and you'll come up with all kinds of experiences, I imagine. Uh, if, yeah. Unless it's brand new. There's a chance you could run across something that is you know, not established in its scamminess, and so you may be one of the first victims. So if you... If you are searching for something at startpage.com and it's not even coming up, then that's an even bigger uh, red alert as far as I'm concerned because it, then that just says nobody's had any opportunity to really get any experience with this to find out whether it is or is not a scam. But if it's sounding too good to be true, you can pretty much guarantee that it, it likely is. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. Let's continue with your calls. Joe's in Florida listening to WFLA. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Joe. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, I just wanted to make sure that uh, people are paying attention enough to notice that while we're all talking about the uh, national emergency, you know, swine flu crisis and uh, all the controversy over the safety of the immunizations, uh, nobody seems to be talking about the economy or troop deployments. Tell me about it. Well, uh, those are certainly things uh, that I'm sure our establishment wants uh, us to not pay attention to so that, like, like been kind of the recurring theme so far tonight, uh, so that they can do whatever they want. So what you're talking about is how they're increasing the amount of troops that will be deployed in Afghanistan or are being deployed in Afghanistan? Actually, uh, I haven't heard what decision's been made because everybody's been talking about the swine flu. Well, I see. A- actually, more troops have been deployed, even uh, even though I haven't figured out what the uh, decision that Obama made that you know <laughs> was supposed to be made. However, there are more troops being deployed there. Uh, well, that's uh, good to know. I'll have to pay a little more attention. Well, it's, I don't know if it's good to know. I mean, as far as <laughs> that just means more people are likely to die over there. Uh, no, the but, knowledge of it is good. Right. right that's the what, action you know, is another issue. Okay. <laughs> Understood. I see where you're coming from there. And as far as the economy is concerned, well, I mean, what do you say about that, right? It's, it's clearly there's some problems and they're government-controlled. Uh, you know, the government created problems in the first place. If we didn't have this, uh, this fiat currency, which essentially means that the government can just print out as, as much of it as they'd like, then we'd probably have a much stronger uh, economic situation here. And as long as the government is in charge of the uh, the dollar in this country, then it's going to continue to be likely dire circumstances over time. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Jack, listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Hey, Jack. Hey, you guys rock. How you doing? Hey, thanks thanks for calling. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I got a question about the uh, the public option with government-controlled health care. Okay. Um, one of the things that uh, I'm concerned about is the pharmaceuticals, because uh, if you realize it or not, about 99% of the pharmaceuticals that are developed come from the free market. Not true. Not a true statement. There is no free market in pharmaceuticals. Who's, who's, who's doing the research and development? Well, certain uh, government-protected corporations big, are doing Big Pharma, you know, the, the companies that have been given license in that area and, uh, you know, that they, the FDA controls. Just to prove but that there's no free market. sold mar- on the free market. They're getting their money from the no, free market. No, it's not a free market if you have to get a prescription to buy something. Oh, I see what you're saying. But, but still, I'm saying, like, the free market economy. You well, know, you, you can't use the term free market. Right, I know you see what I'm saying. Companies. Right, I, I know you see what I'm saying, but you can't call it a free market if it's not actually, in point of fact, free. Okay, well, beyond the semantics of it, you know, the insurance companies <laughs> will be taken over by the government. Yes, that's true. And once that happens, then you're going to have complete government control. True. And you're going to have a situation where there's going to be a lot less research and development. <clears throat> and I have a feeling, and I'm not hearing this anywhere else, that uh, the... Uh, 
the government-controlled uh, plans in Canada and, and England that were being said is, is so great, they're going to be grossly affected by the inability to uh, receive the pharmaceuticals that are produced in this country. You are correct. Right. Um, abs- absolutely. If the United States goes single-payer, if the United States goes single-payer, it will drive the world into a new dark age. That's all there is to it, because research and development will discontinue uh, or be incredibly stifled in the area of medicine because the United States is the largest medicine type market in the world and it's the one that the people are doing the R&D for. Yes, all the other industrialized nations have uh, have you know these single payer systems. Well, here's, here's a question for you. How come nobody's reporting this? You know, we're on the edge of a of a huge failure. In, in our systems, uh, you know, because most of America has been educated right? stupid by socialist uh, uh, indoctrination centers. Right. Well, and we've talked about it on this show in quite detail, and we just weren't talking about it tonight. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of topics to cover, but on this program, as soon as this health care proposal came up, we were all over it and explained it in the way it should be explained. When you actually yeah. look at the news media and the way it is being covered, there are certain people who are opposing the government's uh, plan, but those people who are opposing it are also misrepresenting things like using terms like the free market to describe what we currently have in this country today, and it's that is nothing to be further from the truth. The current situation is that the, the health care situation in the United States is a mostly government-run situ, uh, government industry, and that the, the government is paying for over i think over yeah. 50% of the dollars that are being spent in healthcare oh it so, is over 50% so yeah. you're looking at essentially what is a mostly socialized industry today taking it even further toward right. more socialism sure. and the people that are against the plan of taking it further to socialism aren't talking about returning to freedom they're not talking about wiping out the FDA they're not talking about ending all federal controls on healthcare they're talking about keeping the status quo and well, so no the republicans had a better plan um, when it came to healthcare they were they were proposing to open up competition to outside of the state insurers um, and and basically you would be you would choose which insurer you wanted from outside of the state and that would bring more competition it was a better plan it wasn't a free market plan but it was a better one than what has been proposed here i'm all for healthcare reform i'm just not for socialized medicine yeah, me in any way shape or form well i think the reform ought to be with the trial lawyers and, and work its way from there we had a case in Philadelphia where a lady was given $11 million because she went through an MRI machine and claimed she lost her psychic powers. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Hey, you can you cannot degrade uh, you you cannot denigrate the, uh, the the loss of psychic powers. I mean, those are important <laughs> things, poor woman. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Those, all them magnets spinning around. Of course, that'll cause anybody to lose their psychic powers. Thanks for your call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Jamie listening in Florida to WFLA. Jamie, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to give... I, well, first off, I've never heard of this show before that you guys had on. I guess I just moved to uh, Tallahassee, and this oh. is the first time I've heard anything like this on the radio. So I just wanted to say I'm really proud that something that's free is, is still on uh, on public airwaves. Excellent, sir. Uh, well, we're glad you found us. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I was just going to give a little testimony about um, how I changed from having a... What line said? You cut out there on your cell phone for a moment. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say how I changed from a neoconservative mindset 
to a more liberty-oriented mindset. Can you, Jamie, on, Jamie, Jamie. Hold, hold on a second. Jamie, if you hold through yeah. the break, um, we'll let you give a, get more time because yeah. you're only going to get 30 seconds right. here, and we got something to do. I so hold, hold the line. Right. I want to hear your story in full. Uh, what we want to do here before hour number three is to give you a two-pack of the Tota Sack. And it We've is been talking about it. Brilliant. People probably don't know what it is. It's a little hook handily thing made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States, and it's the most convenient little tool you never knew you needed. I've got two of them right in the back of my car right now. And Always anytime, keep them in the car. <laughs> anytime I'm bringing the groceries back in, this thing makes it so easy. You can go to TOTASAK.com to order yourself some, or you can call in right now and be the third caller at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105, and you'll get a two-pack of the Tota Sack uh, we'll have it delivered to your door. Um, you do have to live in the United States, by the way, for this. Uh, 603-435-1105. Number Hour three. 3 is coming up, and hopefully Jamie will talk to us in moments. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231 as we launch here into the third hour of this live Saturday edition. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free, so enjoy those on us. That's freetalklive.com. Jamie has hung on the line listening in w, uh, listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Jamie, welcome back. We were short on time at the end of the last hour, and we're nailed to the clock, so I'm glad you hung through. You wanted to tell us about your personal story of uh, moving from being a self-professed neoconservative to a libertarian-minded person. Go ahead and tell your story. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, it's actually quite amazing because, you were mentioned before how education is, you know, very socialized. There's a lot of information suppression. And I'm a young guy, and I was just in college recently uh, at a major university. And all my life I'd grown up um, favoring conservative principles and, you know, conservative economics and even, if you want to say, conservative foreign policy, thinking that uh, everything was just face value. There's terrorists. Uh, you, you know, the United States government is, is always looking out for our best interests. We have to, you know, be in the state, uh, the state of war all the time. Uh, you know, everything its politicians are really, you know, really saying what they mean. This is a typical <laughs> American sentiment, you know, where, yeah. where people just kind of they, they have this psychological dissonance where they they don't always believe people, but they take it as face value. Mm-hmm. Well. Sure. So I, I reached my sophomore year at this university, and for the first time in my life. In my history class, I learned about the American eugenics movement, and I couldn't believe it. 
um, this was a, a total shock to me. I, I never, I never knew that we were more depraved in our in our thoughts about humanity and freedom in the early uh, 20th century than Hitler was. That Hitler actually took on a lot of the things um, developed here. The United um, States is the birthplace of fascism. Can you give an example of what you're talking about? Oh, are you saying with, uh, with Hitler's program? No, the uh, the American eugenics. Can you give an example? Oh, uh, well, basically, uh, in the early uh, in the early 20th century, they began to pass laws that if you were uh, considered an imbecile, um, considered epileptic, or had some other quality, it, it didn't even have to be that you had a disability. It just had to be something that was deemed. Um, Un unworthy or, or unwanting in society. If they felt that that uh, that three generations, I think that was Oliver Wendell Holmes who said that, of imbeciles is enough, then that's enough. And they could force sterilize you um, up to, I, still believe, I believe, the 1970s mm. um, in one state. Uh, by law, they can quarantine you and force sterilize you. And, I, and you know, this is, this is something that I, I would have never thought of. I would have never heard of uh, in any other context. Had I not done further research besides, you know, the cursory glance that we had in our class. Mm -hmm. And at that point in my life, I realized if I did not know that about our American government, what else don't I know oh, yeah. that they have done behind closed doors? That's a great question. Point, oh, yeah. No, it's, and it's a really deep question that a lot of people need to take the time to research because you suddenly realize, and, and this is what we realize now because... What happened in the darkness then is now let out of the closet by the media because it's so far, you know, so far in the past that they, they do sarin gas tests um, and, 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 and gas gets out, or if they test web, uh, weapons on soldiers, or if they, um, you know, let the, the Tuskegee, I can't even say the name right Tuskegee Airmen. That's right. You know, they let them ha continue to have syphilis as they, you know, monitor them. I mean, cases after case, and I just sat there and I said, oh my gosh. You know, this whole time, I've been sitting here thinking uh, that I had a grasp on what was really going on, and suddenly there's this whole other realm behind closed doors. And that's what woke me up to the whole, uh, to, well, not even woke me up, but just uh, re reinvigorated my love for freedom and liberty, because it made me realize that when you bind up control and a centralized authority, there is no good that comes from it. Right. It, you see, this is the area where economics kind of plays against you know, people, because people naturally want to allow, you know, the specialization of labor. They want people to be able to do their jobs and do them well and, you know, generally be left alone. And in a free market, that works great because people are left alone to provide uh, the best good or service that they can provide. And then the public decides between them and therefore the best thing sort of rises to the top. And then somebody, you know, innovation is created and all these other things. However, when you leave politicians alone to do what it is that they do, which is lying and stealing and hurting people. Well, that doesn't work because it's not free. Do you understand? Oh, absolutely. Yep. And we just, you know, we're sort of taught that, 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 that this is the right, the right thing to do. But these people should not be trusted, not for a moment. So how does it? How is it that you went from finding out about the eugenics uh, programs in America to essentially coming to the ideas of, of true liberty? What was the next step for you? Well, the next step. Um really was taking a look at what I believed, or at least what I thought I believed, 
because here I was, I, you know, I, I was a typical conservative. You know what I mean? Like the, the person who says, I'm a Republican, I vote Republican party lines. And you say, well, wait, what, what did it mean to be a Republican? What did it mean to, to value liberty? And then I had to reevaluate the original context of what our founding fathers actually put together. And it made me realize that for every uh, inch that the government takes in the name of, of securing um, the people from whatever perceived harm they think we need to be secured from, they just take, they just use that as leverage to take away more freedom. There's never any safety. There's always, that's there's right. always a straw man that's going to be an enemy. There's and always the, the next, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's always there's, the next step. There's always the next regulation. There's always the next control. There's always the next bad guy. And it's always another excuse for them to take more of your freedom, more of your money, and, uh, and assert more control over you. Sure. Um, you know, the 3,000 people died in America because of America's foreign policy on September the 11th, 2009. As a result, they won. Did I say 2000? Yeah. Oh, pardon me, 2001. Um, as a result, yeah. we had, uh, you know, uh, the, the Patriot Act was passed. The TSA came to, came into play. I mean, look how much uh, 300 million Americans' freedom has been compromised. Who won? The United States government won. They got more power. Freedom lost. Yep. The yep. terrorists won because they compromised the freedom that supposedly that we're told that it is that they hate so much. Well, I think really what they hate is United States troops being in their land. But, you know, that's just my opinion. And the real terrorists are, of course, the government people. They're the ones that we uh, we can identify. We know that they are using force to achieve their political goals, that they are using the threat of violence, that they're using fear uh, to achieve their political goals. And that's, that's, as you were saying earlier tonight, Mark, that's all they have. All they have is the ability to scare you into being obedient. Absolutely, and and actually, I was talking to a member on the Council on Foreign Relations, and I and I told him, I said, all the United States government does is create monsters to fight monsters. They, for example, you know, they support Saddam, they fund, you know, Charlie Wilson's war, um, the, the 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 Afghan nation to fight. Uh, USSR. They get, they create these monsters because they're trying to fight another monster. And then what happens is after they're done with beating that one monster, they still have a monster left. And then they say, "Oh, well, guess the people that we gave to, that we gave our arms to to fight the USSR now are our uh, next terrorist group we have to fight." What a surprise! Violence begets you know, violence, and force begets force. You know, Jamie, I've got a question. It's an important one for you. Have you heard sure. of the Free State Project? Yeah, so one in New Hampshire, actually, a good friend of mine, uh, Neil uh, Connor, uh, is a big part of that movement. Yeah. Oh, uh, Neil Connor is a, is a personal friend of mine, and he's a great guy, and he has moved up here just recently. Uh, I f- actually originally found him when I was working with the Libertarian Party down in Florida, and he's a super activist. So come on up and join us if you get a chance. We'd love to have you here. This is uh, where it's at as far as achieving liberty in our lifetime. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and I appreciate your story. Uh, freestateproject.org is the place you want to go to learn more about that. It's a movement of thousands of like-minded liberty-oriented people that are all converging to the same place to get active for freedom. It sure hasn't been working being all spread out. Uh, no. you know, the ideas of liberty are not new. The nation was founded on them. But unless, I, I guess that yeah, there's just too many sheeple out there, too many people that uh, believe just like just as he said that, uh, well, you know, the government's, the government's working for your own good. Right. Mark, you and I are Florida natives, uh, so right. we know how hopeless it is down there as sure. far as freedom is concerned. I wasn't going to leave Florida for just any old reason. I didn't 
didn't yeah. come to New Hampshire because I love the snow weather. and cold <laughs> weather. I came to New Hampshire because, well, I think of the, the patriots that uh, froze their little tootsies off in uh, Valley Forge, and I think that hmm, living in a nice heated uh, house in the woods is probably nothing in comparison to that. Freestateproject.org. Head on over there. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Service restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. We've got a lot of features, and we give them to you for free, including live streams, broadband version of the show, dial-up version, even a webcam, and the brand-new Free Talk Live listen lines are available for you. Get all the details at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Perhaps you may own or know someone who has a company that is struggling to collect money owed from past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are problematic not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked with the arduous tasks of trying to collect on these accounts. Consequently, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations, the reason that you got into the business, what it is that you love. SACL CAI liberates businesses from inefficiencies and the vexing tasks of collections. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. 800-259-9231. Continue taking your calls. And if we get a chance, uh, we'll talk about armed police officers with submachine guns to be patrolling the streets for the first time ever. First, let's talk to Revel in Alabama, listening to WVNA in Florence. Hello, Revel. Hey, how's it going? Is it Revel with a V or a B? It's Revel with a V as in Victor. Okay, very good. Just making sure. You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I, I just wanted to, I'm a first-time caller, and um, since I found you guys uh, on at night, man, I have really enjoyed your your discussions, your Thanks. show in general. And, and I, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. When I, when, I, when I found you guys, I was like, man, this is how I feel. This is how I want to be heard, you know. Because uh, I, I hear all these other shows here in the South, we're so steeped in uh, hatred and all these, all this bigotry. Man, all they play here during the day is Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh, and on and on and Rebel, on. Rebel, it's it's like that everywhere. Yeah, d- you don't worry. It, oh. is, it isn't the South, pal. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to live down in Florida, and now I live here in New Hampshire, and the same shows are on up here. So it's it's not the South. Oh, it's just a it's an American thing. And yes, they are steeped in hatred, and, and you're absolutely right in your observations. And I and I felt the same way as you did when I first heard the Liberty message. Was I thought, wow, that makes so much sense, and that's kind of what I've always thought. And I didn't really know that there were other people out there that thought the same way I did. Oh man, I spent ten years in the Air Force, and and I coming from the South here, you know, I, I was raised and I saw all this uh, this hatred and the, you know all this racism and everything, and then I go in there and I work with people of all colors, creeds, and and then I, I started figuring out, hey, people are bad based on who they are, not what they look like. Absolutely, you know, there's no you know, way that a little bit of melanin in someone's skin can make them bad or good. 
Exactly. You know, I don't care if they're yellow, brown, whatever, red. Uh, you know, if they're good people, they're good people. If they're yeah. not, they're not. And I don't base that on what they look like. And and that's, man, you know, that's a real problem in this country. Well, you know, if I might make a suggestion for you, Revel, and for everybody else that's hearing the show, maybe uh, for the first time or, or relatively new to the program, and you're listening to us on a local talk radio station, take a moment, call the local talk station, talk to the program director, and let them know that you appreciate them airing Free Talk Live. Now, you're lucky, Rebel. Down there in uh, in Florence, you get to hear all six nights of our show, all three hours of the show, all week long. Uh, some of our listeners only get us on Saturday nights. So it's extra important for those folks to call their local talk stations and say, first of all, thank you. Show appreciation for the fact that they've taken the risk. I mean, really, for, for a talk radio program director to put Free Talk Live on the air, it's kind of a – it feels like a risky move to some of them because, well, you know, there's not really any other content out there in the industry quite like this. It's either you've got the Rush Limbaugh wannabes or you get the kind of the liberal version of the Rush Limbaugh wannabes, you know, the progressive talkers as they're called. And I know that on the station you're calling from WVNA, uh, the show on before us during the week is, is Ed Schultz and he's one of the big name liberal talkers and then they've got Rush Limbaugh on during the daytime. But it's like the same stuff. It's just, you know, vote for my team instead of the other team. The other team's evil. It's the same kind of message, just in reverse. So Free Talk Live is really one of the only the only syndicated radio program out there that I know of in the industry that really takes a true pro-liberty position on things and really has, uh, you know, a true open phones uh, kind of policy. So contact the local program, your local program director. Thank them. And if you're not getting all six nights like, like uh, Revel is there, then ask them for, uh, for the weeknight show. And, you know, if they can't put us on live, then, you know, maybe they'll put us on overnights or something like that. We'll take whatever we can get, and, and I thank you for the appreciation. Any other thoughts tonight? No, I was just going to say one more thing. Uh, I, uh, you know, I had called uh, AM 1240 here, which is another locally owned station, and I had asked them when I heard all the vitriol being spilled during the day of those, uh, you know, Dennis Miller and, and all those other folks, um, and I asked him about his programming, and I asked him, I said, whatever happened to uh, Air America? You know, I, I, I was listening to it one day. The next day, it was gone. I said, well, what happened? And he told me, he said, I have tried to carry, um, you know, those things, those, those more progressive, liberal-type, uh, open-air discussion uh, programs. And he said, um, uh, the people around here don't want to hear it. And I'm like... They're too conservative, and I'm like, man. Well, that, that's, I haven't heard a lot I, of. And I know, I know he's. I'm sorry, I know he's talking. You know, he's, he's he was really honest about it and upfront, like you said. And it's a risk for him because he's the owner of the station. Yeah, you and, know, um, I I know that I have not heard a lot of the Air America programming, but of what I have heard, I know that Rachel Maddow is one of their uh, their talents, and I've seen clips of her. Essentially, she's a total status now that her her boy's in control. Uh, she's <laughs> not loving or anything like that. If you are a dissenter of what the uh, Obama administration is doing, then in her mind, you're treason. Uh, you're treasonous, and uh, you know you should be punished for that. So Same thing. These, other side of the right, coin. These people, uh, just because they're on Air America, doesn't mean that they're all about love and. Uh, understanding or anything like that it's the, it's the same exact story maybe they're not quite as nasty as the conservatives but I don't, uh, I don't know i've never really listened to any of it and and you know we're not liberal or conservative on this show because i think that that's a but false we do dichotomy. get really kick butt uh, ratings in uh, florence alabama we've been number one in florence for the longest time it's amazing <laughs> we beat out everything on the radio Wait. 
Thanks, man. We appreciate hearing from you and call us back sometime. We always uh, always appreciate hearing from our Florence listeners because we're only live in Florence on Saturday nights. They take our uh, weekday show, but they delay broadcast about yeah, two hours. If, if you put Free Talk Live on and you don't preempt them, if you put them on a news talk station and we, you don't preempt us with some kind of sports, we uh, traditionally, I, I, I can't think of any other um, example where the, this isn't true, that we get really kick-butt ratings for you. Yeah, it's pretty much the case. Yep. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. What a shock, Mark. Americans like the freedom message when it's actually appropriately presented to them. Well, Americans like freedom. Well, when they know... Their when, government doesn't, yeah, but exactly. they do. Uh, let's talk to Jerry in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Jerry. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I uh, was interested in this uh, emergency, you know, swine flu emergency thing that's going on, and I started uh, looking around doing some research because I think there's a more scary emergency that's going on worldwide that we really need to do something about. What's that? Um, Lightning. Lightning. Yes. (laughs) Lightning is far more scary. Yes, it's killing more people. Lightning strikes kill over 10,000 people a year worldwide. Yep. The uh, swine flu has only killed three, uh, 5,380 some people so far. <laughs> I would like to see Way the, to put it in perspective. Just man. the number of, of, of people that are normally killed by the regular flu. I don't think the, the swine oh, yeah, flu is going to turn out to be anything, any great flu. I just think we need to do something about this lightning thing. I think <laughs> Obama needs to help us with that. Great really call. We need another danger. national emergency. Call in FEMA. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Maybe you can make the kids get down beneath their desks. Remember how they used to do that in school? Mark? Yeah. You had oh to hide under the desk. More Kiss your butt up. goodbye. It's free talk live. Hey, podcasters. FTL has a new advertiser with a somewhat unusual arrangement. They're paying us for people that... Fill out their online form for inspections for their basements. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be, and FTL gets 50 bucks for everyone that fills out the online form at basement.freetalklive.com. 500 bucks off, a lifetime warranty, and a free water watch alarm. Just go to basement.freetalklive.com, click on Free Inspection and Estimate in the upper right-hand corner, fill out the online form, earn FTL 50 bucks. This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the program. We are here taking your phone calls about whatever you want. If you decide you'd like to take control of the airwaves, it's up to you, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free and invite you to enjoy them on us, including, by the way, archives, uh, the Facebook profile as well. People do love that Facebook. Uh, You can go to facebook.freetalklive.com, and you can become a fan there. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. I guess I was reading today, Mark, that some radio stations are uh, bribing their listeners to become fans on Facebook. Which How do they they bribe them? Like, give a a prize away or something. I'm nothing wrong with that. No, I think it's a fine idea, but we don't do that. So... uh, so if you, yeah, really right. want to become, if you really want to become our fan, we really want you to become our fan. Yeah. Uh, not to just win something. We're so. not going to give you nothing. Yep, just the, uh, the the good feeling of being in our little fans database. Whatever that gets you. I, I guess it gets you access to updates and stuff like that. It's a kind of an alternative way to get Free Talk Live's updates, from what I can tell. Is there any, really anything else that we use it for? I don't know. I, 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 give, away, uh, I give away something to them if you think it's a good idea. Facebook.freetalklive.com. It's cool. People like it. They must like it. We've got over 2,000 fans there. I'll do that. 
What, give something away? Sometime soon. We're going to be asking uh, big stuff from our fans here uh, soon when the uh, podcast awards come around. So you got to come up with something. I huh? think on that first day I'm going to... I'll probably okay. uh, I'll, cool. I'll do a little bribing myself. All right, so now you've got a reason to do it. Uh, Facebook.freetalklive.com. All right, we're going to continue here. We'll take your calls if you make them. Uh, but first, sometimes we talk on this show, and I mentioned it tonight, about how the United States is a police state. And when you throw that out there, you just lob it out there into radio land, some people it are going to balk. Freaks people the heck out. They're going to balk at that. They're going to say, what? Well, they're much more likely to balk if they um, are over the age of 40. Mm-hmm. Conservative. Uh, right. Uh, Republican and um, Caucasian. And they'll say, what? This is just a generalization. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that all white people are Republican or anything like that. I'm just saying no, that no, the, you're the, right. the better chance. Uh, and so, uh, you know, when you t- when you lob that bomb out there, that uh, incendiary device, uh, wor- the word of of words, if you will, that uh, the United States is a police state, it's, uh, it seems unbelievable to some people because they just they are insulated from it. They don't really realize what's happening because they live in this kind of world of the respectables where the police don't really enter into except if. They're taking a you know a report on some kid that smashed in their window with a baseball or or something you know some sort of accidental situation that they'd have to involve the police in. They're not having their uh, their coworkers and their loved ones, uh, their friends and their family members arrested for things like possessing a plant, because the cops tend to not mess with people that are driving a Lexus. The cops just you know they know where the victims are. They know that they're going to easily be able to victimize people that uh, don't have a lot of money, that don't know their rights, that kind of thing. And so they don't see the million plus people, the 1.5 million Americans that are arrested every single year for for possessing a chemical. Over half of those people are arrested for possessing a plant called cannabis. They don't see that happening, and if they hear about it, they just tell themselves, damn criminals, they deserve it. Right, driving while black, if they hear about something like that. It just sounds like somebody complaining, more of that race-baiting bullcrap. Right, and of which course... I'm not saying doesn't, which I'm not saying doesn't exist. It, it certainly does exist. And even but there's they, a reason that, that, it, that it resonates with people. And even when they do come across a, uh, an obvious, what to, to you and I, Mark, would be an obvious instance of the police state's um, extension... The TSA at the airports, certainly there are plenty of respectable types that will go through the airports of America and encounter this. Sure, they may realize that there's a bit of an inconvenience going on with the TSA. Sure, Uh, and maybe even a little dichotomy, like, oh, I can take my laptop in there where I could make a sizable explosion with my laptop batteries. However, this guy who would otherwise be on welfare is taking my bottle of water away from me. Yeah, they may come to that conclusion, but at the same time, they'll also tell themselves, well, it's for the good. It's, it's, yeah, right. you know, it's terrorism, it's terrorism, Security terrorism. theater is important to make everyone feel better, and it, it, it stops the terrorists. Well, they don't know it's security theater. They think it's real security. Come on, everybody who goes through badges. knows that it's security theater. They have badges, Mark. They're wearing uniforms. They must be good at their job. New shiny badges. They got rid of those old patches. So... So, yes, uh, they come across some of it, and the rest of it, what, what they come across, they kind of write off because they've been told this story about how the government's supposed to be protecting them. And so the question becomes, and it's a good question to ask somebody that's in that position of obliviousness to the police state. Somebody like my mother, for instance, uh, would be a good question to ask would be, well, what would it take to make you realize that you're actually in a police state? What is the onus of criteria? What is it that would have to happen? What would you have to observe? What would you have to know to be true in the United States or wherever country you live in for you to know that in point of fact to come to the conclusion, oh my God, 
this is actually a police state. Yeah, what would it take? I mean, really, it makes one. Is all, clearly, the news doesn't do it for people. Well, here's here's a question. Here, that, that's the question you want to ask yourself. And here's an example: a hand-picked team from CO19. Now, point of information: this is from the United Kingdom. However, this is already happening in New York City, and I don't know how many other places across the country. A hand-picked team from CO19, the Metropolitan Police's elite firearms unit, will walk the beat in gun crime hotspots where armed gangs have turned entire estates into no-go zones. Local politicians and anti-gun campaigners have reacted with anger at the news that the officers will carry Heckler and Koch MP5 submachine guns, capable of nice little guns, capable of firing up to 800 rounds per minute and Glock semi-automatic pistols. CO-19 currently provides armed support in volatile situations like sieges and terrorist attacks, with its officers on constant call in vehicles around London. But this is the first time that armed officers will be set on, uh, sent on permanent foot patrol anywhere in the, in the country outside of Northern Ireland. So this is a you know, historic event for the, uh, for the United Kingdom. They're essentially turning the police loose. And, and most of the bobbies that uh, are over there are actually unarmed as far as guns are concerned. But now it's the first time you're ever going That's to see... That's how I like my bureaucrats, by the way. Unarmed? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now is the first time you're ever going to... Uh, that you're going to see police armed with with machine guns in the streets. So my question is for you... It's not the first time I've seen it. You, know, you and I went to Wall Street right. and sat there and had lunch wa- watching Walking, the guys yeah. next to some armored vehicle with uh, you know s- machine guns slung over their, their backs. Oh, yeah, uh, there were plenty you know, of those. Stormtrooper helmets on, the whole deal. The black glasses and everything. So so that's why I, the reason I bring this up is, well, if you're talking to one of these people that says to, them, says to themselves and is trying to convince themselves that no, this is not a police state and they don't care what it is that you're trying to share with them about all this evidence that makes it quite clear that, you know, they're kicking in 40,000 uh, people's doors every single year in this country to, their dogs. Uh, uh, you know, to do police raids uh, because somebody might have a plant in there. You know, if they're ignoring all of that, ask them that question. What would it take? Would it be, would you, if the police were armed with machine guns in the streets, would that tell you maybe that we're possibly living in a police state? If they state? were doing checkpoints that weren't at the borders, would that let you know? That's happening here in the United States. Yep, that's happening. Uh, so let's see, uh, what else? Uh, 800-259-9231. Oh, it would be checkpoints that aren't for a good reason. Oh, right. right. See, Stopping those brown people is a good reason, right? right? You know, I, don't forget uh, DUI. There could be somebody drunk on this road. So everyone should be stopped wholesale and inconvenienced. Papers, please. That's what it is, isn't it? Because if you don't have your papers, then you'll be pulled from that vehicle and uh, and harmed. Right. Oh, even though they were looking for a drunk driver, suddenly right. they find something new. If you you know have whatever it is that bothers them sitting out there on your uh, on your seat, well, you're you're getting pulled over. It has nothing to do with being drunk. Hey, you know, I was just looking at the story, Mark, from the UK. And I noticed that they're talking about these gun areas, these gang members are out there. They're saying that, well, I mean, we're leaving aside the police as a gang because they're clearly an armed gang that is hurting people. But they're talking about the, you know, the young street toughs. Yes. Uh, you know, the chavs or whatever. Authorized gangs. Over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ununiformed gangs in the UK. But they're saying there's a lot of gun crime. Wait, didn't the UK ban guns a few years back? If you outlaw guns, only outlaws have guns. Huh. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that the gu- the gun laws that these governments create aren't actually keeping guns out of the hands of violent, dangerous people? They've got a lot of crime going on in, in, in the U.K., and I bet it's because, well, the criminals know that the citizenry isn't armed. 
800-259-9231. So if you don't think it's a police state, what would it take to get you to believe that it is? Will it be when they start rounding up your friends and neighbors? Will it be then? Because then it's be too then, late. Yeah. 800-259-9231. Something you can answer for us or just for yourself privately. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. I love the British Sovereign. It's about a quarter ounce, which is usable for a gold coin. They tend to be older and thus are numismatic and untracked by the government. They have the 100-year-old wow factor for the layman and are easily storable for emergencies. You can get them for only $288. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold. FreeTalkLive.com. The shipping is the same as it is for one coin as it is for 20. So try to get as many as you can at once. 877-857-9938. Gold.FreeTalkLive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up anything, even in these remaining moments here, this live Saturday edition. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free, so do enjoy those on us. And if you enjoy this program, we'd like to invite you to become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more Internet listeners on board, and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. And if that seems like it would be worth 3 bucks a month to you, you'll get perks too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. Go and get signed up. Get all the details at amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, it's because of the Free Talk Live AMP program that we're on brand-new radio stations that have just come on board, uh, WGMD in Delaware. We've got uh, WDNG uh, in Aniston, Alabama, that's joining us tonight, and coming soon, we've got ourselves a new 50,000 water that uh, we can't announce quite yet, but I'm pretty excited about that. And it's all being made possible because of listeners like you getting behind this show at amp.freetalklive.com. Let's go to Ben, listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Ben, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's on your mind Um, tonight? mentioned uh, before the break about something, you know, in Britain, how they banned guns and how... uh, how effective that's been on the crime rate. Well, Shocking, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, um, <laughs> I, I seem to remember about five or six years ago, there was a story in a, of a town in Utah where all the you know, uh, adult residents carry guns. And the, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but and the crime rate in that town was so low that it was almost, it was almost, you know, null and void. Are it you, sounds like Kennesaw, Georgia. Yeah, are you sure it's not Kennesaw, Georgia? Okay, I, I'm pretty sure it's in the southwest somewhere, but it mm. might have been, Could be. you know, or you know, central, uh, central west. But, you can see um, a similar story. That I remember was in Utah, though. If, if you can see a similar story if you go to YouTube and just search for Kennesaw, Georgia, and you will find you know the, the news clip that says that basic. I think that there's a law in Kennesaw, Georgia that Is there all still. Yeah, that's what I'd heard. I mean, you know, this it's it's an older story. Yeah. But basically, there is no crime because everybody's mandated to have a gun, even if they don't enforce it. 
it certainly lets everyone know that, hey, if you <laughs> these people have guns. Now, but wait, point of information here, I think, that needs to be said. I do not support forcing people to not have guns, and I do not support forcing people to have guns. Nope. I think each individual should be free to make their own decision about what level of protection they want to afford themselves and their family members. So I think that's However, a, I do think that if you are uh, you know, a gun control advocate and want to get the hands, uh, gun, guns out of the hands of people, that you ought to take the first step and put a sign out on your front lawn that says, gun-free home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, you know, criminals you don't get, you know, just coming out and stopping over for tea, you know. Yep, right. <laughs> ben, any other but, thoughts for us tonight? Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, with I remember a couple of nights ago, like you said, we're new um, to Free Talk Live, but uh, a couple of nights ago you were talking about um, how, you know, with the wild, wild west, it wasn't that wild, which mm-hmm. I loved your point because it's so true. Um, and that, uh, you know, that honestly, when you self when you have communicate, communities that self-regulate, it's actually a... Um, much it's it's much more peaceful than people would think. Absolutely, Absolutely right. true. Uh, the the studies that you're referring to is uh, taking a ten year period, including Dodge City and some of those other big names um, out in the the you know the West, and everybody assumes that everybody saw uh, solved all their problems with smoke wagons at high noon and on ma- ma- main streets, you know, with uh, tumbleweeds going by. And in fact, uh, those you know, with taking all the murders that are included in those towns over a ten year period, comparing them to places like New York City. And uh, Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, it came out that New York was, I believe, uh, with its new lower crime, the new New York, uh, four times as dangerous as uh, as the Wild West. Uh, Washington, D.C., ten times as dangerous. And Baltimore coming in, number one, is 26 times as dangerous. As the Wild Wild West. Indeed. So-called. Yeah. Thanks, Ben, for the call tonight. I appreciate you uh, you calling in at 800-259-9231. Let's go to Bill, listening to KGOE. Oh, by the way, this must mean that uh, the program director there, Tom, uh, was correct in his prediction that we are now on our third hour in KGOE land out in Eureka, California. Eureka! Uh, so Eureka now hearing all three hours of the, uh, the Saturday program. Welcome, Bill. Coming Free to you live time. and likely. Uh, yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight, Bill? Well, Eureka, I found you. Um, <laughs> it's likely. I just just happen to be scanning. Usually this station has all the, uh, is very leftist, but uh, interesting finding y'all. I was just responding to your uh, police state thing, and, and uh, one way we'll know we're in a police state is when they start censoring people like you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Interesting point. The, and uh, now, but I would I would conjecture that they won't say, Free Talk Live is saying things that are too dangerous, we're taking them off the air. <laughs> You know that that won't happen. No, they'll just that, go after us. That in fact, no, the, the, no, the way that they're going to get us or get anyone is they're going to they're going to find child porn on my computer at home or something like that. Yeah. You have it. I've seen it. It's in your background Look, right I, now. I, no, no, his his genitals are covered. I have baby pictures, but I'm very scared about them <laughs> uh, because of this. Because I I've seen I see the news stories. Yeah, I'm kidding. Of course, I was referring to your two, yeah. almost two year old uh, son, Jack. Yes, in the bathtub. In the bathtub. But, however, you do you do have to to. Uh, like your uh, sobriety checkpoints and such, those are generally um, voluntary, and, huh? and you're given warning several blocks ahead oh, of no, time. No, 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 no. Have you ever tried turning around? Oh, yes, 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 yes. They'll pull you over down in the south well, where I come from. Well, the uh, yeah, I've heard of those setups too. But Well, if it's uh, voluntary, then all you have to do is say, excuse me, officer, I'd like to be on my way. Well... The voluntary part comes when you're sober enough to uh, 
drive around it. But uh, oh, so that's not really yeah. voluntary. So running away from the bully doesn't mean he's not a bully. And you're you're proclaiming that the cops are not chasing after people that turn around out there in California. Let's not forget, I paid for that road. Well, I agree, but no, the cops aren't chasing people around. Not at, not at where I live. Okay, good. Well, you're fortunate. Uh, I actually I actually have a kid who's a cop, and and uh, uh, it it doesn't work like that. So how many peaceful people has your uh, son thrown in jail? How many what people? How many peaceful people, people that have not ever harmed anyone else, has your son thrown in in a jail cell? Uh, I don't know. I know that he's that he's thrown people in jail who uh, uh, were barely able to stand up, yet they crawled to their car and got on the road and roads that you own and were aiming at. Uh, it's certainly possible that your son is peaceful people. It's certainly possible that your son is one of the good cops out there. I'm not going to say what you know whether he is or he isn't, but you know I'd, I'd like to know you know what what do you think his feeling is about uh, marijuana, for instance? That's an issue out there in California, right? Oh yeah, no, they're uh, they'll pull people over and and um, the uh, he's let people go with marijuana because they have the uh, appropriate. Um, I forget what number they are. The, the documentation, the papers. What if they don't yeah. have their papers? Well, then, then, uh, uh, then he takes them in because it's mm. illegal. So would that be a police state then? No, no. Oh, well, what, why not? Well, the police state would be pulling, uh, would be pulling them over and taking them in because you'll wanna. Not, well, no, it was same. against the law to harbor Jews in Germany. Were those uh, were the people doing it not participating in a police state? Well, well, Germany was a lot. The the laws there were much more draconian. It was against uh, the law in the United the States. It was against the law in the United States for uh, you know to, to be Japanese on the West Coast in 1941. So, does right. that not make a police state? Well, it was if you're Japanese. Yeah, exactly. The, and it uh, is if you're right. a marijuana smoker. And it is smoker. if you have marijuana on you. Yeah. Well, and it also is if you're a drunk driver, and it also is if you're a murderer. Uh, that's not the same, though. Are those the same thing? I mean, are, are we talking about the same stuff there? I mean, you, you, there's one thing to be uh, breaking the law, which some people wrote down. There's something entirely different to be threatening people and killing people. Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that, we're in agreement. That wasn't. Hmm? No, we're not in agreement because no? we're not in a police state. Because I can, I can go out and and walk around and and. Uh, but you can't uh, walk around and smoke a joint. Well, because and I also can't go walk around and and uh, smoke crack either. Or well, you should be able that. to, right? I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, don't you? As think? long as you paid for it, yeah. Okay, you go live in that where's, world. Where's but, the victim? Uh, let me tell you, sir, you're living the in that world is, right now. The victim, the victim is the neighborhood in which the... Uh, well, which actually, the I'd like to point out that, that cocaine was legal in this country until about six or seven decades ago, and that it's the illegality that created the danger that is crack. That's true. It, are, it is these laws that you are supporting that created crack. And meth. So, right, and meth. So these more dangerous drugs were, in fact, created by the drug war. We can talk about it some other time. We're out of time for tonight. Call us back next weekend. We'll have, and be happy to get into the details and the nitty-gritty of the drug war because uh, it's awful what they're doing to people who have not harmed others. If you've not but you're free others, to do whatever the bureaucrats tell you to do. Yeah, if you haven't hurt anybody, you haven't committed a crime.
It's been Ian here with you. And Mark. Back on Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. Register now for the Republican Liberty Caucus of New Hampshire's Liberty in 2010 reception. Dr. Thomas Woods, the New York Times bestselling author of Meltdown, will be explaining the economic crisis and the role of the Federal Reserve. Successful investment fund manager Larry Lepard will share his perspective on the Meltdown, including advice on how to protect your investments. Proceeds will be used to help pro-liberty Republican candidates win their primaries in 2010. Register at nhrliberty.org by October 26th for a free copy of Dr. Woods' book. That's nhrliberty.org. Org.